Welcome back to AA with John and Kev. Kev, what's up, Brett? Not a lot, dude. Just chilling. <laughs> just, dude, tonight we had, um, we, I just came from dinner at the Brass Pelican. I love that place. It was pretty fire. Chicken wings. We ate out on, yeah, I got some lemon pepper chicken oh. wings. Uh, dry. Little dry rubs. Dry like rub. It? Yeah, I didn't want to get too messy, but honestly, dude, I didn't finish because my waiter never brought me a refill. What? Of what? Of Coke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the the dry rub was a little too dry. Oh, okay. And yeah, can't really eat dry wings and not have something to drink. Yeah, and I, you know, I was gonna wait till now to start drinking, so I didn't have anything but Coke out there. I was really happy when you when I came over. I didn't expect to drink at all, and it's I see it, boom, glass yeah. or a bottle of whiskey. Sitting it's good there. to end a Sunday, you know, because a Sunday is the beginning, so you want to end that day with a drink. Either way, uh, I wanted to ask, how's this uh, transition to Norwalk been? Oh, it's been amazing. Like, no driving at all now. Yeah. I mean, clearly the drive, home is, <laughs> the drive home is like uh, 66% shorter, so that's awesome. Fuck, I'd even consider it more, but I don't know this. Well, I'm saying if you're talking, <laughs> isn't that right? Like, if we, I was driving about an hour and a half before, now I only drive about 20 minutes. I mean, you're right. It's even yeah. more. So. Yeah. Um, it's great, though. I, Does that store sell well? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, And plus, there's not as many employees, so we split it up between less of us, which gives me more money. That's dope. So, yeah, I'm probably actually going to make more than I was making in Finley. In Norwalk, I'll be able to stand out more as like a high-selling rep and things like that. So. Is it under the same manager or like DM or whatever? Nope, I got a new DM. I have the same like regional manager and... Uh, like the head boss guy is still like for everywhere and still Ohio. not Mike though, right? No, Mike P is it just a DM? Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I would fucking hate. I don't know how you even made it driving back to fucking or to Finley and back. Well, the mon- it was worth it for the money for a while, but then when I had this baby, yeah, I mean that's uh, having a baby changes your perspective on things like no other. Um, like I didn't give a crap to drive all that way every day, but now it's like, I feel like I'm totally You're spending so much time yeah, away from I'm your kid. <laughs> I, by the end of the, like, okay, we're talking about realistically an hour and 15 minutes on the way there, an hour and 15 minutes on the way back. That's three hours every single day or two and a half hours. Okay. So two and a half hours every single day. By the end of the week, that's five days. You're talking about like 15 hours or right. something. I'm like just that. not getting paid, but you're working yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm just away from my house for that much longer. And I've cut that down to like five hours now. I mean, so. since you brought it up, I mean, talking about Lucy, it is a good time for me to give my announcement, which I absolutely love. It's a little early into the episode, but I'm going to, for those that don't know, because we kept it pretty secretive. You know, for well, like, I don't know if you did or not. We did. <laughs> it was pretty amazing, actually. I wanted to tell everybody, Hallie, not so much, but Hallie, my girlfriend and I, we are having a child. And the coolest thing about that is her due date is the day after my birthday in November. So my birthday is November 17th. Our baby's due to come November 18th, which is crazy. Your baby I, will probably get here on your birthday. I told her. I was like, we're inducing. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, I think it's up to the doctor. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure she jumps up and down or something. <laughs> but you know, the cool thing is we're having a boy, which is the coolest thing ever. I've always wanted a boy. It and, is dope. And uh, we're kind of working on names and stuff, and <laughs> I have a funny story to go with that. But uh, the name we're looking at right now is uh, Luther. Luther John is going to be our boy's name. And I like the name Luther simply because it's kind of retro, but kind of modern in the same respect. Well, Because a lot of retro names are coming back. That's what I'm saying. We got Lucy, and that's the same exact idea yeah. right there. And it's really funny. The other day, because we were like talking for a couple hours easily, you know, just on names. So I got to the point where I was like, we're never going to agree on something. I was like, let's just name our baby some sort of just inanimate object it was like just fucking piss people off and i was like let's name him fucking shampoo and she was Dude, like that would piss people the fuck off <laughs> and she was like yeah we can call him poo for shirt sure, for short and i was poo like for sure <laughs> but i was like, right when i said that i was like yeah poo pole <laughs> <laughs> Shampoo pole, please come to the elementary office. Oh, dude, right when she said poop pole, I fucking died. Poop pole? <laughs> poop pole. Well, because it's a, there's a lot of different things you could do with that. I mean, that's a poop hole. You could say, man, uh, I really wanted to get away with this, but there's no poop holes that I can exploit. Um, you could do that. You could say, um, you could say, like, look at all these poopal in here. <laughs> you could do a lot of different things with poople, and that's yeah. that's wonderful. And but I hope you don't do that. No, absolutely. Not. I like Luther John. Luther a lot. is a sick name. And what's <clears throat> fucking gangster? And you might have not even noticed this, but Luther John Lucy Juliet. Yeah, that's those really are both dope. LJs. That's really dope. It is cool. And then they can just be lifelong friends, and maybe we can join houses someday and create a perfect bloodline. Honestly, just mass perfect genetics. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna learn how to. <laughs> 
It is crazy. I think the one thing that Luther will have a hard time doing is being as cute as my baby, but he can yeah, try. You know. we'll, we'll try. We'll yeah. try to catch up. I mean, even equal to or less than. I'm just happy at the idea that our babies get to grow up as friends right around yeah. the same age. And it's like yeah. Lincoln and Journey are mm-hmm. the same exact age. Our children will be really close in age. I mean, how clo- how far are we in age? You're about like, it. you're almost like a whole year older. No, you were November '91, and I was June, so I'm like eight months off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not horrible. I mean, and then they'll be what? When was Lucy was, was born in March of twenty one, and yours will be born in November of twenty one. Of twenty one. So okay, so yeah, right around the same, the same age gap. Yeah. That's really cool. Except my kid will be the older one in this. Yeah, it'll be flip flop. Do you guys have any plans of like where you want to live and stuff? Honestly, bro, like we were just out at Holiday Lakes, and like I really can't see my like long-term future playing out anywhere other than on the coast of some kind of water probably lake Erie. i don't think holiday lakes is something i want to put in my holiday lakes is beautiful though. it's beautiful but i'm just saying i think that probably for what it is it's a little bit overpriced but yeah i'm saying like if i'm going to spend that kind of money i might as well move on the lake dude any kind of real estate if it's close to water they capitalize oh, on that I no matter that, what i know it's gonna i know trust me dude i've lived in san diego so yeah. I, I know about that shit believe me like that's the the craziest shit like the square footage of my aunt's condo that we came from and what she pays per month for that if you tell somebody in ohio about it Mm -hmm. they think you're lying and you know equal but opposite like when i had my job at rite aid in san diego Mm -hmm. and i would tell my coworkers about how the house that i used to live in in ohio was 550 dollars a month four bedrooms big backyard like 1,100 square feet. They're, you know what I mean? They're, They're like, like, God damn. Yeah. I'm moving to Ohio, basically. No, and that's that's really, that's why we ended up back here because it's just, ultimately, it's selfish to try to survive in San Diego with a children. Like, we could get- <laughs> Why do you think could, it's like the homeless capital of the world? Well, dude? yeah, that's what I mean. We, <laughs> I wouldn't be homeless. I would put a roof over our head, and but Chelsea would have to have two jobs. I would have to have two jobs. We'd never see the kids. They'd always be like in daycare, being watched mm-hmm. by somebody, and we would have probably have to have a roommate. Unless you're massively wealthy. Yeah. Don't go and to it's California. It's like I don't have a good, like I don't have like a surefire way to get wealthy. Like I think I can, but if I can't, I have to have Ohio like living expenses to thing. fall back on. Even if we got to the point where we were just massively wealthy. Let's just get into that idea that Doge just jumps up to $1,000 and we're rich <laughs> as shit. I'm just saying. And I honestly would still have my primary home in Ohio. And a lot of people call me fucking crazy for that. But I love Ohio so much. And I think it's because we're so safe from everything. <laughs> I mean, like, natural disasters, this is the best place you when can I, be. When I, not only that, natural disasters, snakes, spiders, anything. We got nothing. I think we're like a high target for, okay, like, um, like <clears throat> in America, if you look at it like the torso of a man, Ohio is where the heart's at. Mm-hmm. And like if if a com- if another country, aren't we considered the heart of? That's America? what we're called, yeah, and that's yeah. why, and we're shaped like a little bit of a heart too. Yeah. So I think if another country is trying to fuck us up, like with a big bomb, like Cleveland's like public enemy number one. For you that. think? I think that they and there's like nuclear. Like, do you remember fucking Dave Chappelle's or no D- Daniel Tosh's joke about Ohio? What? Where he talks about ISIS flying over. He's like, ISIS could fly over Cleveland, look down, and be like, oh my God, what happened down there? <laughs> no, it is, is there not anything that we bad. can do to help them? <laughs> it's not that bad. You know it's not. There's parts of Cleveland yeah. that are a little bit run down, don't get me wrong. Dude, the but... fucking flats is gorgeous. Right, right on saying, the water. I've never been to Detroit, but I know that if I went to Detroit, that's probably a mess. ISIS is there not killing anyone. They're like, we're right. not killing these people, dude. They're <laughs> on our no teams. <laughs> these, are, these are our people. <laughs> Yeah, dude. But, you know, the only reason I brought up, like, if you guys had a plan on where you live, because I've always kind of dreamt that I wanted my child to go to the same high school that I did. I don't know why. I just love that school. I, the, I like the thought of that, too. And, uh, you know, I know it's more than likely not going to happen because Hallie said, fuck you. She doesn't want a new <laughs> she London. Doesn't, she does not want to live in New London whatsoever. Um, I said more than likely, I think we'll live in Oberlin because she likes that medium split where it's close to, you know, getting close to Cleveland and it's close to Vermillion where her family is and pretty close to where my family lives now, yeah. which is in Grafton. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that's where it's going to be. But it's either between Vermillion and Oberlin is probably what it'll be. And I don't want to live in Vermillion. Oberlin is okay because it's a nice little well, college Vermillion, town. Vermillion, you but... can get on the water. That's where I'm trying to shoot for. Vermillion's one of those cities I could see myself moving to. Yeah. I mean, Vermillion's gorgeous, man. They have a Quaker stick that looks like a mansion. I've been there. It's the weirdest thing ever. But, uh, you know. You I, could just, that's what I'm saying. If I had a house on the water in Vermillion, I could ride my fucking boat to Quaker Steak, pull up, and eat. Yeah, it's And dope. that's the dream. Because there's not a lot of cases where the boat cops pull people over for DUI. <laughs> I could I'm get sure. drunk as I want at Quaker Steak and drive mm-hmm. my boat home, okay? For me, anybody probably... listening, dude, and you think I shouldn't, just Fuck stop. You. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, just fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But no, for me, I don't know if it'd be a boat. I'm I don't do well on boats, but I do well on jet skis. So I'll pull up with jet you on a jet ski. Are fire, but you're I gonna get them. soaked. So <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> in a boat, I can still wear like my nice boat shorts and my boat it's true. shoes. True. The jet ski, you better wear a life jacket and your swim trunks. I was going to ask, are we going to plan something something soon to like go to uh, Putin Bay? Because I really want to do that. I don't know. Like my PTO is, and shit is so tied up because on you know my birthday weekend in June we're going to go to Cedar Point. I got to take a. I got to take. We're staying like at the hotel at Cedar Point, so I got to take like a PTO day for that. And then Keaton's bachelor party, my sister's fiance is coming up in, at the end of July, and it's a six day thing. So I have to eat up two days of PTO there. Now, three Damn, days, of, three days of PTO might not seem like a lot. Keaton, come on the show and invite me. You could probably just, you know, well, go the thing to is, Vegas at the same time. The thing <laughs> is, I'm really, I don't know if Caleb's going or not. He's really good. He's good friends. There's 12 people going. I'm not oh, sure. I'm if guessing he's, he's one not one. No, probably not. I don't think he's that close. Is, if he's in the wedding party, that's the folks that are going. Probably not. Um, but I'm just saying you could go to Vegas at the same time. My dad and I, it's going to be so fun, bro. Listen to the, my itinerary for this. Trip. So you're in, you're in the wedding party. Yeah. I'm, oh, a, I'm a groomsman. That's awesome. Chelsea, my sister asked my, my fiance to be a bridesmaid as well. That is awesome. Yep. It's it, my mom is like really wanting. And like, I, my mom really wants us to be in each other's weddings. You know what I mean? So it's, that's, I think where that came from, but I'm honored to be in it for sure. We've had that segment in the show before where we talk about places that are hyped up and end up being shitty. There's no way that's going to be Las Vegas. No, I've it's been to be Vegas, dope and shit. it is dope. Have you been? <laughs> no. So this is my itinerary for the trip. So my dad and I are going to leave on Thursday the 6th, mm-hmm. and we will be, it's going to be night. So I'm going to work on the 6th. I'm going to leave on the plane at like 9 o'clock at night, and then we're going to get to Vegas a day earlier than the rest of the guys are arriving. Mm-hmm. And he says he's got enough like casino points that he'll have a room free for us so we can have that for and then there's like we have like a hotel suite for like the whole party that's coming Mm -hmm. and you know we all just chipped in for that but so we'll be there a day early i'll already be in vegas mode by the time everybody gets there everybody else is just like dipping their toes in i'm already gonna be like vegas up oh hell yeah so that'll be cool then on the way home we have an 18 hour layover which sounds terrible but it's in nashville tennessee That's, I had a six-hour layover there. Dude, that's fucking yeah, sick. I mean, eighteen's a bit much, and I told my dad we're definitely going to have to get a hotel room because I'm not just fucking going to... Go up and down the strip and go to every bar. We, like, land at 8, and then we don't take off till like, 3 p.m. the next day. And he's like, we could just sightsee until then. I'm like, bro, it's overnight. We yeah, gotta you got to get a place to stay. Yeah. And plus, if you guys actually plan on doing the Ve- or the Nashville kind of experience, you're going to end up buzzed up, especially, you know... That's what I told him. I was like, dude, I was out. like, we can't. I was like, we can't. I was like, I'm, like, on a limited budget here. We can not fucking accidentally get it's seven dollar beers at every bar well i'm just saying that's not you neither here nor there cocktails. we have to leave <laughs> we have to get on our plane when it's time to get on our plane i suggest you do this um i know of course you're gonna make your plane but don't go to bars definitely pre-game before you go to the bar if you plan on what doing if that. morgan wallen's just playing in one well he's going through some stuff no did you see here his new song he put out today uh-uh. Is it oh good? Oh, my. Don't get me God. that excited because he's my favorite artist. Jo- I mean, honestly, I think I want to play it like on my phone like right we now. We would get copyrighted. Oh, we can't put that on YouTube. Uh-uh. Fuck. Yeah, we can't put that on YouTube. <laughs> no, but dude. But I am going to listen to what it. What's it called? Is, though. It's called Thought You Should Know. It's a song to his mother. Um, oh, and man. He, it's not, I, am I going to cry? A, yes, you Fuck. will. I know you're going to. You. I mean, if so you I don't, you'll mom. tear up because I'm not a crier and I was like, damn, this is deep. So I'm a crier. He just, I mean, that dude, I hate that he like, I. I hate that I can't even use the excuse like, oh, he's a kid, he's young, he's he's our age, so mm-hmm. it's like he shouldn't be like out here being famous and like not watching what he's saying because you're being like scrutinized under the worst magnifying glass you could ever imagine. This is the worst time of all to so, say anything. And yeah, especially any other time, you, you like you could maybe get away with it, but not now. And it's like I'm not excusing what he said. I think that's no, stupid. It is very stupid. It, he sh- he shouldn't be using the only that thing. Type of the language. only thing that I really liked about that story was his family literally like came out and said that is not who he is. I don't know if he was buzzed up or what was going on, and that's no excuse. But I mean, uh, he seems like such an amazing person that it's hard to hold it against him, especially when he made his whole. There's only one thing I know and, that's amazing about Morgan Wallen, and it's his ability to write and perform a song. Yeah, and he does. There's it, no like, denying. There's Dan- no denying the double album. He it was written in like a year, and there's fucking like no, 36 song, tracks. Every on song it. could be a Billboard hit. Yeah, for sure. it's amazing. So it's, my thing is though, like the, all he's doing this song is he set his phone on a tripod like this one that's sitting in front of me, recorded it, and like is, has no shoes or socks on. Playing guitar in his living room with messy hair. That's what he does. That's what I'm saying, though. And like, he just put this out, and like, you could, 
I bet within 30 minutes he could have a setup like this and it would be a uh, hot 100 country hit. You know yep. what I mean? And it's just, it's amazing what and that dude That's does. the thing. That, you know, the, if, I don't know if you follow him on Facebook or anything. I don't know if I do. It got shared onto my thing. The entire COVID season, he was just, he wrote basically half of the double album during COVID just with a phone and writing songs on uh, Facebook and posting the videos and seeing what the uh, guest general public thought about it and he put it into the album. Right. That's why there's so many tracks on that album because he wrote so many and so many of them yeah, were good. Yeah, he was like, these are all good. He's like, all right, yeah. this is a double album. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And it was funny because right when that album released and I listened to the whole thing, right away I said, it's going to win album of the year for the CMAs, guaranteed. Then this fucking shit happened with him and I was like, you could forget well, that. Well, that's the thing. When you're on top, you have people that are constantly watching you, waiting for you to fuck oh, up. Oh, absolutely. And that's what that was. If he's walking around anywhere that's public, people have phones on him somewhere, no yep. matter what. Especially his how fast he blew up. Well, Don't that's what I'm talking about. An undeniable, undeniable talent. That's, <laughs> yeah. what that, that's what happened. Yeah, I love him so much, man. I can listen to his And Hallie and I were like, man, because like right when it happened and that whole scandal went out, I was like, now I got to stop listening to his music and shit. But I don't. I still listen no, to yeah. it. And uh, Hallie was like, every time I'm singing his music, she's like, I thought we were done listening to that motherfucker. And I'm like, he's just too good. Yeah. It's so good. I it's love like It's like listening to R. Kelly. Like, you know he's bad, but it's just so good. I'm not much. Amen. I know, dude. The World's Greatest by R. Kelly, one of my in my top ten favorite songs of all time. But anyways, um, like I, I, I'm not much of a concert guy, but if he goes to Blossom, I'm going. No question. Yeah, that's I'm one sitting that on the would lawn, be one to see for sure. Getting drunk and I'm watching him play because I, I just think he's without question one of the greatest country artists to ever do it. I'm going to a concert soon. What for? To, what? Pablo got a, got me and Hefty tickets to go see Conway the Machine. Oh, he was talking about that. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Where's it at? It's in Cleveland. I'm not sure what place. Probably at the Agora. I don't know, but um, I or hope. maybe the whatever the fuck the field house is called now. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that it's gonna be fun, and I can't wait. And I'm gonna have to like probably t- or it's that's what's cool too. It's like on a random weekday, so I can just ask for that to be my day off. I don't have to take PTO. He had mentioned that to me too, and I was like, Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I don't listen yeah, to too it's much hip hop. It's not too much up your alley for yeah. sure. I love hip hop, but I just don't listen to enough of it. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I just don't understand. Anyways, going back to like the whole Nashville experience, you know, yeah. I spent I spent a week there and Greg and I both probably just in beer, five hundred bucks. Maybe more. Because you sit at a bar, number one, you're tipping, you know, these artists that are playing live and you tip for them to play a song. You can either you Venmo, request it and you yeah. just send them money. And, and it could be a hip hop song and they're too. Good. It's amazing. Unbelievable. I mean, that's where stars are made uh-huh. for country music. But uh, no, 100%. You'll sit there and you'll, you know, maybe tip like 20 bucks to hear your song. Maybe even they'll accept anything. But yeah. if you do a five, you probably won't hear your song till six hours later. Yeah. So you throw in a 20 for the music for them to play your song. And then, of course, you have like already four beers down. See, which I'm is so $7 happy that I'm going to be going with my dad. Yeah. Dude. Somebody that has a little more money than me. As I've told you already, <laughs> that is my favorite fucking, other than Ohio, it's my favorite fucking state in the States. I mean, I love Nashville, Tennessee. I'd love to see even more places in Tennessee, like Gatlinburg and fucking I've Knoxville. I've been to Gatlinburg. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, dude. And I want to go to one of those cabins and just fucking relax. Like, you know, Hallie and I, because we know we're getting married in 2022. Are you guys officially engaged? Not officially. We're still waiting for that because we, got, we need to let the whole family know and everything about the baby before... Who, start st- who still that kind doesn't of stuff. know? Um, her sister Renee and her mother. I told her father personally because I felt like that was the man-to-man thing to do. What are you guys waiting do. on for the mom? Hallie is very kind of restricted and I don't know, just held back when it comes to like what people think of her. And she thinks her family, especially Renee, because it happened a little early. Yeah, and Renee's the older sister of all of them. I think she's like in her mid thirties and doesn't have a family. Doesn't have a. It's a good thing our podcast isn't fucking huge yet. Yeah. Oh, that's why <laughs> she didn't mind too much. Like, right. Pretty sure her mom and her sister aren't listening no. to this. So, It'd be cool if they were, though. What's up, guys? If you are, <laughs> hey, uh, we're having a baby. <laughs> that would be terrible. But uh, that she was actually supposed to meet with them today to let them know. That and then all that shit happened. And then she, of course, I will. I don't mind. She said she doesn't care if I mention it on here. My girlfriend, who's pregnant, got shingles this week, and she's in just a mess of pain. And I didn't even want to come here to be honest. I wanted to take care of her because she's laying in bed trying to sleep, but she's no. Moaning we actually she's canceled so much pain. the. We actually canceled our guest for tonight. We rescheduled because I didn't know if John was going to come because of it. We we spent five hours in the ER, dude. It was crazy. Right. She has to meet with a specialist who specializes in infectious diseases because she is pregnant. She has to figure out what she can take, what she can't. Because right. just to give you an idea with. Uh, shingles the medication is an antiviral it's whether it's valtrex or 
acyclovir, she's allergic to those medications. So it's very dangerous for so her to take it anyways. So even pregnancy, no pregnancy, that was already like a no-go. And then, of course, the pain medication, because everybody knows shingles is fucking deathly painful. Like, horribly painful. It's like pins and needles constantly being stabbed into you wherever it's located. Uh, my brother-in-law had shingles up his side, a massive portion so, of it. But yeah, it. that's like the thing, though. It's like, it's so weird how that same type of virus displays in like chicken pox and then shingles. But shingles, by far, is the painful one. You know what the uh, painkiller they prescribe for that is? Oxycodone. Gabapentin. Oh, well, I know that Terry got oxycodone. Todd's dad, when he got shingles, he had it bad it was probably as a super motherfucker. Bad yeah, I mean, his was so fucking goddamn bad. Yeah, I mean, Chad, my brother-in-law, when he got it, he was also on serious pain medication. But the thing is, Hallie's pregnant, so she can't take oh, those yeah, kind of drugs. Even It's really the Tylenol in the pill that that's what. Bad. That's what... Um, Hallie asked for she's like can I because she doesn't know what she can take or what she can't yeah. and she's like can I take like Tylenol 3's I don't want opiates I just want like codeine, something that, Tylenol 3's is an opiate it is yeah codeine oh. is an opiate and oh, that's what's in that. that's what's in Tylenol 3's yeah, but I, I mean that. that's it is what it's such a very mild one that it's you know but basically that's what they told her is like you can't take any pain, med- pain medication other Do than just Gabapet Tylenol help her at all? she can't take it oh that's against the pregnancy rules too she has, I didn't know that she has no relief for pain Wow. That's why I feel so. She's laying in bed just moaning because she's in so much pain. I think that there's, she can't even take ibuprofen. She can take ibuprofen. That yeah. just is like reduces the inflammation. That's not going to do yeah. anything. Like she's sometimes still ibuprofen will kick a headache's ass, though. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'll take that shit and be like, damn, you just did the fucking trick. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just feel horrible for her, man. I just sitting with her in the, like, I literally got teary eyed when they started telling her, like, she can't take pain medication, she can't do anything. I just feel so horrible for her. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can really do about that except, uh, like, just whatever she needs. You got mm-hmm. it for her. Was she, was she tired? That's why you came over here? She was about to go to sleep anyway? Yeah, she's sleeping. Right. Well, but, yeah, just make her food and do the laundry and stuff, you know? Yeah. That's all you can do to help. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, did, I'm, you, did you hear that? But my phone. Was that you hitting Yeah, the mic? I hit this mic stand. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just remember when we were trying to identify it when we thought Yeah, it that be... wasn't this here. Gotcha. But no, gotcha. I mean... Once we heard that today, because it, it's, she's probably not going to like me saying this, but babe, I'm sorry. It's gotten so bad. Like, you know, like just pink eye conjunctivitis. Yeah. It's that times 40. You know, when I was up on your phone and I deleted the first recording that we, we did, mm-hmm. um, and then started the new one, I saw the picture of her eye and I was not pleased. It is bad, man. Yeah. I mean, she's literally growing this blister on the top of her eyelid that is, like, this big. Yeah, it happens, bro. Sometimes, dude, people get, like, imagine this, though. Like, um, a lot of people, like Chelsea's brother, get uh, Bell's palsy. Oh, where it numbs half your it's face. It's like half your face is just ah. totally paralyzed, bro. Ah. Like, you smile and only half your face Yeah, it's reacts. like, this lifts up, this one stays. Yeah, and it's something that once it starts happening to you, it can randomly happen throughout your life with no warning or no trigger. It just fucking one day you wake up and you're like... Just saw a post about Bell's palsy that was uh, Sydney Kiefer. Yeah. She had all those pictures. And... I didn't know if I wanted to say her name. Sorry for calling you out. I guess you're No, pretty... you could tell she's pretty she's proud of it. She's public about it. Yeah. yeah. Her recover... She recovered really yeah, well. Yeah, really well. But that's the thing, though. She always has to... Like... Hi, Sydney. She has to be aware. Come on the show. She has to be aware in the future. <laughs> I would like to talk to Zach. Yeah. He made the bikes for those twin boys. Dude, Did you see that story? I love what he does. He has like a whole foundation where he... Does, I'm just... Like, yeah, I mean, he has his logo that he like puts on mm-hmm. those bikes and he makes them for kids. That's and that cool as shit. And is gangster Sydney and Zach, heck. shout out to you that's sick as heck. No, but did you do you know like the story behind the twin boys? Mm-mm. Okay, get this, bro. So Zach sees this boy walk into school every day and he like thinks oh this guy could use a bike so he gets a bunch of spare parts together and he makes the bike and he gives the bike to a boy Mm -hmm. come to find out this boy is one of two he's got a twin brother and he's been noticing like each one of them at different times walking back and forth and so he made he like made, ended up making two bikes so both the boys could have a bike. Jesus Christ, it's man. Just, that was the coolest yeah, thing. And just ever. like totally for your charge, just because he just yeah. wants to see them kids riding a bike instead, bro. That's somebody who's like putting back into his community and you don't see that enough. So Seriously, like, Zach, if you don't shut mind, that out. I know you love Sydney, but you can if you want to leave her for me, dude, I'll take care of that's it. That's weird. <laughs> You're just dude. An amazing, he's got a baby on he's, the way. He's an amazing man. That's he, only, that's the only thing I'm trying to get out there. He's an amazing man. What do you do? That's super cool. I Zach, see his post all the time. <laughs> but I see his post, and he actually does really good work too. He's like, yeah, he's Jeez. a freaking what do you want to call it? Like a mechanic, basically like a, a master mechanic, mechanic, but as well as an artist with the yeah, way. Yeah, no, get... that all that shit is anyway. It doesn't matter what you do for a living if you take pride and passion in it. It's an art form. Yeah, 
I mean, that's super cool to me. I, I mean, I never read, read into like any story like you just said, but that is just super. No, cool. I was just because I knew that he gave the first kid the bike, and then like a couple of weeks later, there was another post, and he was like, "Come to find out, homeboy has a twin brother, and he like made him a bike too." I think he's kind of like the jack of all trades because he's making posts all the time about these kind of updates they're doing in their home, and they're fucking nice. Oh, he's shit. a handyman, bro. Yeah, he's straight up. That's the type of shit like that my dad could do, but I just never cared enough to learn. Same with me. <laughs> I'm good at them. I can do them, but I hate it. No, and that's the thing about YouTube is, you know me, bro. If I need to know how to do something, On I'll YouTube. learn how to do yep. it. Anybody can learn anything. Yeah. I mean, anybody with patience and focus right. and the determination to learn it has the tools to do so. It's kind of like how we first started it. doing this. You know, you're more the mastermind when that's it comes exactly to all this stuff. That's exactly what I was talking but... about when I said, you know me. Like, I didn't know anything about any of this, and then now I do. And it's yeah. because I just, I learned it. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I think I watched, when we first started this, I had to watch maybe 30 YouTube videos just on how to start a podcast and what you need and you how that works. You did get Red Circle set up. That yeah. was an essential key part of it that, that I That was like a 10, 10 different videos I was watching on that specifically. <laughs> yeah, so you got it done. Just as much as me. I mean, equal, equal thirds. I really can't wait until we uh, get our close friends involved in these other channels that we're I just can't. I, I really want. I know all of our friends are so fucking focused into sports, last resort sports or whatever we call it. I can't wait to see them do it because cut my life into pieces. <laughs> that could be like the beginning song. I don't care about copyright. <laughs> That'd be cool shit. We could have somebody do a cover of it at least. But you know, anyways, I, our friends constantly talk about you know these different kind of hot takes in sports, and I think that is something. It is the most like popular podcast in the world right now is sports podcasts. Well, that's you know, because so. I mean, if you think about it, around the horn. That was a podcast before podcasts were around. You know what I mean? Just I mean, any radio shows, show yeah. was always yeah, it's it's, what created podcasts. That's what I don't get is because a podcast is really just an AM talk show. Mm -hmm. And they just put it online and gave it a different, cooler name. And here we are. Yeah, dude. But anyways, I mean, I really hope that we can... I mean, the problem I was dealing with was finding hosts. Even David said he didn't want to be a host. That, and he's one of the biggest... No, I know. And that's the thing is I really think David has... a a knack I'm for gonna punch being him. on the mic and he's gonna i know he I'm wants to because he talks he talks to me about it and he says that he likes it and he's interested in it he wants more control and i said have your own channel you can Dude, come down literally here literally create your own yeah, channel have your we'll own produce podcast. it we'll do whatever you need yeah. to do but he's a pussy no he's not a pussy <laughs> you'll be fine dave and you're gonna have your own podcast it's important. It's an important. I really, I tell people this all the time. I just told a girl that I'm working with, a, one of my new coworkers. It's in, like, I told her she should write a book. Mm -hmm. She has an incredible life story. And I said, You need to write a book. And she's like, Ha ha ha. And I'm like, I'm serious. Like, having authentic, original content is going to be so important in the next 10 years. And that's what this podcast is. It is, we're creating content because mm -hmm. that is where the future lies. It's going to be with. If you have you just look at this whole new thing about NFTs, you know, being for sale. Yeah. If you own that, you have that ownership on that NFT, yes. it's worth what any, whatever somebody will pay for it, you know, and that's kind of the idea. That's everything. An NFT is really just in more um, advanced version of a cryptocurrency. Right. It, they're all the same thing. And it's the exact same thing as a dollar. It's the same thing mm -hmm. as a peso. It is a, an imaginary symbol that everybody agrees upon what it's worth. Right. And that's what's exciting is we're finally starting to realize that we don't. We don't have to agree on what's already been agreed upon because people have found a way to exploit those poop holes <laughs> and get around, <laughs> get around. Back. No, I'm just saying though, I, they are exploiting loopholes that mm -hmm. there are holes in the way that things have happened thus far. And, you know, a lot of people are getting the short end of the stick and that's where cryptocurrency is coming to disrupt a lot mm -hmm. of that. Please tell me you didn't miss the whole joke when I say poop hole. It sounds like poop hole, right? Well, like a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. That's you didn't the first miss that, time did I got that. I was thinking more of like a, a loophole poop hole. No, when we when he first said it, that's the first thing I heard when Hallie said it. She's like, poop hole. And I was like, This is funny. My stepmom, <laughs> Laura. Okay, this is a funny story. When we were really little, Chelsea, my sister, had some homework and mm -hmm. uh Laura was showing her how to spell the word people. And she <laughs> she uh spelled it P E E P O L E like a P pole. <laughs> and she like had a brain fart. They were working third shift at the time and she wasn't getting a lot of sleep and she noticed like right away, but she like she People. died laughing. <laughs> she cracked up for so long as an adult. And I was a kid, so I probably didn't think it was so funny, but I remember later in life 
like getting that joke finally, and mm. I like laughed to myself. <laughs> I don't know. This is way off topic, and not to switch to you, but you know, you ever watch like an old movie that you watched when you were really young, and you catch so many different things? Oh yeah, dude, I love that. So I do that much. even like just movies that I've watched since I've been an adult. The second time through something, you, you catch always something. pick up something. I mean, I've watched The Office fourteen times. Every now and then, I see something like, "Damn, I didn't get that before." Now I get it. You were texting, or you yeah, fell asleep. It's like crazy. That's the thing about binge watching, like. The era of binge watching, we don't like always process the content. I need to get more involved with this Disney Plus era because I haven't watched anything on Disney Plus, and it's like the best damn platform for all these old movies. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to watch the old Disney movies, but honestly, I, we've had Disney Plus for over a year and we hardly go on. Though. I want to watch Land Before Time really bad. That was my favorite movie as a is child. Is that a Disney production? Yeah, I think so. It's, I mean, I was told it was on Disney Plus. I think it is. I mean, man. I loved that, too, and I think I did Little watch Foot it. Littlefoot was my man, dude. I loved him. I like Petrie. Searching for those freaking star trees, dude. Damn. See, I don't remember too much. I remember the old grandparent long necks. And... <laughs> yeah, I'm a long neck. I just yeah. remember that, too. <laughs> that was, like, it's so nostalgic. Yeah, and there's another old movie. I don't think it's a Disney production, but I watched it when I was young. Because I love animals, and you know that. <laughs> really weird to bring this up. But uh, the have you ever seen the movie? Airbud. No, I do love Airbud though. <laughs> Airbud's sick. And I also love Golden Retrievers and Labs. But anyways, um, Homeward Bound. Do you remember that movie? Never heard of it. Oh, man. Just look it up some other time. I'm not going to explain it. Wonderful fucking movie, but I just want to watch it, and I'm hoping that it's on there. I'm not sure it's Disney or not, but man, I want to watch it. Nostalgia is just a huge... It plays... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm a softy, but nostalgia plays like a huge role in my life. I listened to something like an old song when I was young. I fucking tear up like a little bitch. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I didn't start crying at movies until after I got clean. I'm serious. I didn't have the feeling in me. But then after I did get clean, I watched um, uh, John Ke Q and I cried. Kevin, there were several years that you ran emotionless. Yep, I had to. <laughs> it's a cold world. Oh, you can't God. afford to have emotions in a cold world like this. But anyways, I mean, to jump into a new topic, how has things been going with Lucy? I mean, with you and Chelsea, Lucy, your guys' family, what's going on? She got dropped. No. She did. You're lying. I swear. They took the, it was the, a short they took fall. the kids to Thirsty Pony and like she wasn't buckled into her car seat and like Chelsea's mom picked the car seat up and she probably fell from like two feet up. Oh my goodness! Please land in a head. Safe. She hit her head and had to go to the hospital, but she, the hospital said she's fine. She is fine, but it, Chelsea called me at work and told me, and it like sent my mood into like a complete shit. My mom's you aren't even a, you weren't there, so you just got yeah. the new, oh I'd be pissed. Chelsea just called. She said call me when you can, and I called her and she told me that, and I just was silent. I wouldn't know what to say. I'd, I was like, I'd, be like I'm, I'd probably be like, I'm on my way and I'm going to kill somebody. Well, and then like I hung up and like, then I started thinking and I was like, wait, did they drop her like out in the parking lot? Did she hit her face on like gravel? Like that hell. But it luckily was a carpeted like bowling alley floor. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the actual bowling lane. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God. I know what you were going to say. <laughs> She would have slid right down to the pin. I mean, I think that happens a lot. I mean, it's more made of like this no, kind of classic like, joke, dropping a baby well, on their head or whatever. It is fucked up. Because I was dropped was the only thing I was going to bring up. Well, I think that's the number one thing. Most of us were probably, yeah. I mean, accidents happen, bro. <laughs> right. And those babies are durable and really like, that's what's so messed up is like these people who abuse like children and like get rid of their babies and stuff. Like you have to actually like try hard to like kill a, kill a baby. And like, that's so sickening. I, there was a story that I just watched recently. I don't know if it's in the news or Reddit or Why whatever. Why do they put those stories in the news? I don't want to see it. No, it's just, it's sending bad energy out into the universe. Seriously. And that's the thing. It was this fan or this uh, mother and father and they like, I don't even want to say the words, but they killed their child and threw the baby into a dumpster. And to me, once they finally caught them, I think they need to make it a nationwide kind of regulation that is instant death penalty. No, and that's the number one thing. Be. Like Bill Gates is always talking about population and that's a problem. And so don't get your vaccines, guys, because I mean, I'm saying like Bill Gates is like the one that funds it. And he talks about how. The, he openly discusses how the population on earth is an issue and that we need to do something about it. Okay. So why don't we take all the people who like kill their kids and all the people who rape and all the people that molest and people that just do the most barbaric crimes that are just, I mean, unforgivable, really. Why are we putting these people anywhere? They just need to go. away, like gone. Yeah. They're gone, bro. We can't waste our resources on if you. If there guys. was any kind of, like, positive I, side of like the fucking Holocaust, and I know that's coming off crazy. 
I think that's how we should su- no, make No, that's what I'm talking suffer. about, though, is like the Holocaust was totally wrong because there was, these people were all innocent people <laughs> yes. being killed by the droves. So what, what I'm saying is, is if we take people who aren't innocent and are cr- like committing like acts that we all agree are unforgivable, like the, shouldn't we start, if we're going to do genocide, like that's who we should be genocide. Exactly. I mean, if anything creates a better society, that's it. I mean, I don't think that two white guys should be talking about genocide on a podcast. I don't really. care what it's anyone like, says. Well, they're another one of the biggest top thing in podcasts is true crime. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing to listen to. <laughs> well, this is like... But anyways, it's philosophy. just it's more speculation on what should happen. I know. But anyways, I'm, I don't know how I'd feel agreeing with it, but I know when I read stories about, you know, like... Oh, I hate even saying it, <laughs> but... Like these stories, you'll literally read them. You can get on any news channel and go back and look, and these people literally rape children. I am would literally sign up to watch their lethal injection because I feel like that person needs to die. I don't. I'm not into like watching people die. I, but that one, I feel. Like I'm I, into letting them just go, and I don't have to pay no mind to it. I would be totally happy with you know. You get caught doing that, like okay, I I agree with. One chance to be locked up for an amount of years and try to be rehabbed. But I'm saying if you're a a repeat offender, and that's most of them are, because a lot of these people who are born like that, they try to jump on the like uh, LGBTQ Mm -hmm. train because it is similar that they're born with this attraction to, to children rather than people their own age. And but it's like that's a wire that if it's crossed, like you're broken, bro. Like, get like, like if unless you can prove because I bet there's people who live their whole life and never act on those like feelings that they're having. You know what I mean? Yeah. They know that it's wrong. They have these feelings, but they don't do it. And oh, there's got to be plenty. I mean, tons. deep down, they're a good person. They can't actually do. They what were they... raised properly, and yeah. like maybe they do talk to a counselor about their feelings and never act on them and stuff. Like I bet there's things out there. Like I don't know that. about counseling in terms of that because I've been in situations when I was in therapy that I had things I wanted to say but was too scared to say. I mean, that's why my counselor and I had such a successful relationship because it was very transparent. I was 100 with her. Like I was in a drug an alcohol abuse counseling setting and I failed for weed every time and she did not say well you're not coming to me if you fail for weed which is what a lot of these counselors do they say fully clean or nothing the fact that she was willing to overlook my weed habits saved my life probably like it let me have somebody to keep coming to talk to who I could be fully open and honest with that would guide me through troubles and look where I'm at now, like totally flipped 180 from where I was. So. I don't know if we actually had this in a segment or like a last episode or anything, but the only reason I was afraid to talk to my therapist about my actual like core issues, which a lot of it was spoken about, core but some issues. wasn't, you know, in terms of you say any kind of panic attack, you literally, once you have so many of them, you don't want to live anymore. If, to, if you can avoid you can start it, to get like suicidal. You, you get suicidal thoughts and you're like, if I just kill myself, I don't have to deal with this anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, of course I will never kill myself. I'm not ballsy enough to do that. I have family and I have friends, you know what I mean? I've never <laughs> actually had like those thoughts. Dude, when you, I mean, when you're on the floor and you're shaking, you're like, you think you're going to mm. die? It's like, I might as well just die anxiety. at this point. I've had mild anxiety compared yeah. to that. And uh, I mean, I didn't want to say those things in therapy because to me, it made me think that they're going to lock me up and I'm going to be in a stri- like a fucking straightjacket. If you say you're you know? suicidal, they will put you on a psychiatric hole. Right. So that's why I avoided those conversations. And even though I know I will never kill myself, I think I have way too much going for me and I love my family and friends. But you and do that's, got a and good that's way in the past. I'd be really angry if you did. I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with this fucking ungrateful bastard? <laughs> <laughs> fucking at my graves, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't spit on it, bro, but I would not pour any liquor for you. <laughs> But no, I mean, that's, I mean, I haven't had anxiety for quite some time, but you know, going through it and you do, I did have those thoughts. I was just too afraid to let my therapist know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe my stuff just wasn't so deep. Really, bro. My, what my therapist did for me, I mean, she talked to me like a person, not like a job. Like it wasn't like that. And she, we would set up goals for me and she would make me write them down. And it's just so weird, like all these things that I told her. She's like, don't worry about whether you think you can do it or how long you think it's going to take. Just write your goals down. And literally, bro, over time, we checked every single one of those goals off until my life was where I wanted it to be. And we were sad. That's when, because you're just a really resilient kind of guy. I mean, you can I climb I mean, out of, I've only, I don't know. I guess I am because. I know you are. I mean, I guess I am. But. It was sad the day when she was like, I think you're good, bro. Like, you don't have to keep <laughs> bro, coming back. Yeah, she was like, you're fine. Like, you can graduate from this. 
and I stayed in it way longer. That's the that's the difference. If you really want to get better, nobody's forcing you Here to go. Here is the number one thing I'll say. If you have any kind of misconstrued conception about therapy to where you think you're only crazy people go there, please do it because it's awesome. Man, just to talk about problems at all, to get I, it off your I chest. Spent, I spent amazing. like I spent like over two weeks in a psych ward. Like cause when you talk about if you say you're suicidal and they'll put you on a psychiatric hold, that's what happened to me. And I I didn't really want to. Please tell kill me you myself. weren't ever in a fucking straitjacket. That's no. the only thing that scares no, me. No, they did put a guy in a straitjacket though, because they <sighs> put a dude from the jail into the psych unit that I was in, because they said he was crazy instead of like illegal, like being like uh, like breaking the law. He was like more crazy, but he like like was choking the nurses and stuff, and they had oh. to put him. Oh in the- yeah, dude. This is a way off, not way off topic, but you know, Hallie, she's a MA for an ENT office, and uh, just like recently, maybe two weeks ago. Not going to mention any names because those people. It's HIPAA. Yeah. But either way, um, there was this like grown guy. I think he's like in his 30s, had autism. He was in there for a checkup, blah, blah, blah. He's had some issues with whatever. And uh, while you were, they were in the waiting room, this man grabbed his grandmother, who takes care of him, by the throat and would not let, him, let her go. Was like really close to killing her. And when I heard that story, I was like, you guys have doctors that are grown men that are well fit. Why don't you start throwing punches at this guy? Nobody did anything. All the doctors were scared, and they called the damn EMS and just waited for him. Like, literally. That, girl, that grandmother should have been killed, like, easily. I don't know how she wasn't. Well, yeah, and a lot of those guys are, like, stronger than they should be. Yeah, I don't know, man. That, to me, when I, when I told, uh, when Hallie told me about it, I was like, were you involved? I was like, do you need me to come there? I was like, freaking out. Right. And uh, I don't know. That's... No, we've had some aggressive patients at Grandma's place, too. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just some sort of lack. No, I'm saying when you're when you're out of your mind, you're out of your mind. Yeah. One, I swear to God, bro, one guy was a Navy veteran, and he actually like was at war, like overseas, and he at times was like like not pretending, but he was under this delusion that we were holding him captive at war, and you're not gonna trick me. I'm I know you, and you're trying to you got my mind controlled. He and that's the thing when you're confused like that, it probably seems so fucking real. He's like back in time. Like when they look in the mirror, they say, who is that? Because in their head, that's not who they are. They right. In their head, they picture their younger self. Mm-hmm. It's really trippy, bro. And at three in the morning, it's quite terrifying, honestly. Any kind of digression in you know, cognition, you have to tread carefully with those kind of people because you never know what it's going to no, be. And I was going to bring it up with you as well. Um, what was that? I can't remember the old story with our buddy Jordan, who also has a podcast. I don't know if he's doing it anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, like- wasn't, wasn't there like a funny story where there was like somebody saying let me out no that was before the my dad started the business because oh. the, the way the business started is because my dad's grandma my great grandma had alzheimer's mm-hmm. terribly i mean to where she didn't know anybody's name anymore but they were going to put her in a nursing home and apparently her, her husband's my great grandfather's like dying wish was don't put my wife in a nursing home yeah so when they were about to put her in the nursing home my dad said you know you can like route her social security checks to my bank account and she can move in with me and we will try to take care of her before we like see if we need to put her in a nursing home. That's awesome. Cause we have a big old mansion and spare rooms that are wide open. So that's what they did. They moved her in. Now, eventually we had to cut a door in half and install it at the end of her like little suite in the house. So she had like a living room, a bedroom and a bathroom. And then we had like a door at the end of it. So it's not like we were locking her in her room. She had like a whole suite, you know what I mean? Like a yes. whole condo in the house. I know that house very well. Um, and that's where she was. So, but you know, we just had a little twist lock on the other end of it that, you know, you could put a padlock on if you had to, but we didn't, we just twisted right. it to shut it. And you know, I would, I was in you know high school, so I had my friends over sometimes <laughs> and you know, when people are crazy like that, like I said, they think they're being held captive. captive yeah. They think they're being trapped or they're in jail. Please let me out. And because they can't, they, dude, that's what, before we, the reason we had to put that half door up is because my dad would like leave to go pick us up from school and he would come home and she would be on the neighbor's porch swing. Like she would just walk out the front door, go to the neighbor's house and sit on their swing and think she was at like her <laughs> house or something. Sure. And so it's that dangerous. She can't just be walking around aimlessly, not knowing where she's at. You know exactly. what I mean? So they put that thing up. And one time Jordan was there and she was standing there saying, please unlock this. Let me out. <laughs> and Jordan unlocked it, not knowing that she was out of her mind. <laughs> just thinking she was a nice old lady needing help opening the door. 
And Jordan's such the sweetest yeah, guy. He's dude. the nicest guy on earth. And he just was helping an old lady out, but little did he know she was crazy. Yeah. It's funny. You know, mom, I, I know you listen every week when we post, so don't get mad at me for saying the story. Um, my grandfather, uh, Wayne Duffield, he doesn't have any issues mentally at all, but he's going through this phase in his life, or he did, he's over it now, where he had some sort of medical issue going on. Racism? That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I've just been to the dude's house before when they lived in New London, so I remember. But anyways, um, he like dealt with some sort of medical issue, and it was messing with his mind a little bit. They got to figure it out now, and he's fine. But um, it just caused like cognitive dissonance. No, no, no. He was just panicking, thinking he was dying. He went through a whole spiel of panic attacks. It's really just anxiety. He was calling every single family member he knows, me included, I love you. at fucking four in the morning saying i'm dying please get me to the emergency room and every time they my mom was the majority caretaker for him and like always did whatever she could to take care of him but eventually so many times at the uh you know er you just get no diagnosis it's just you're having a panic They're attack like, bro please go home and take this out of van and uh they finally figured it out but he was like you know because the way my what mom was, was happening I didn't actually get the diagnosis. It was just he, acute panic he, he was dealing or with. I know it was something in his throat that was kind of restricting his breathing. So and I'm sure they got it out, and that's what made him it feel better. It was triggering better. him feeling yes. panic. Like he was, I yeah. can't breathe. I can't. I'm gonna fucking die. Right. And uh, what my mom says is he's had such a horrible life. Like in what way? That he grew up like on the east side of Cleveland, kind of in a. And he, I'll say this. Um, my mom has asked my grandfather if he's ever killed anybody, and he generally just answers it with, let's not talk about it. So more than likely, he's probably run into some pretty bad stuff when he was young. So what he, what she believes is he's having panic attacks because he thinks he's going to die, and he does not go into the right place after he dies. And that's what... Your mom's <laughs> always deep thinking on some shit, dude. <laughs> but I honestly think that's true. Like, I think he just legit doesn't want to die because no, he knows he's going to hell. <laughs> that's one thing I'll never, like, be conflicted about because... Honestly, and even for your grandpa, no matter what wrong he's done, okay, think about this. Mm -hmm. If we have a creator, which is, to me it's evident that we do, There's, it's art. Everything it's around us is, is intelligently designed mm -hmm. to be what it is. It's, it's beyond what a human can do. Sure. But whatever. So I believe in whatever. This, something was created. Something's going on. So, but if that was the case, then why would that dude or thing or whatever the entity that created this whole thing we know as life is, why would they be like, oh, yeah, but if you fuck up, bro, you have to burn for the rest of eternity. Yeah. That seems like something that somebody made up to control everybody. That instantly took me to that video of that girl in Walmart saying, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just saying. Fire and brimstone, okay? <laughs> to me, it just doesn't add up. Like, yeah. okay, so my all-loving father, and that's the thing. The whole Christianity, the Bible and stuff is a little bit off for me. I think it teaches good values. I believe Jesus was a man and I do was there. Well. But, but ultimately, I'm just saying I don't think that it's as simple as you die and you burn for eternity or you are good and you die and you go to heaven for eternity. I think we have enough. I think this is the hell where we're at. This is our same. That that's exactly how I picture it. We are, we're, we're living it. And it, if we don't learn the lessons we need to learn, like say your grandpa who had a bad life and thinks he's going to hell when he dies, I think he'll go to a place where he gets some review, and then at some point along the line, he'll be reborn into a new baby. His soul will be in that I love baby. That. And then he gets, and then, you know, when you're a baby and shit, you're crying and what, like you can't talk and you can't speak and you can't communicate other than crying. That's because you're erasing everything that you're not going to remember and why no humans know where we come from or where we go. It's because of that baby time. Like, the time from when you die to become another baby, you forget. Now, if you do learn everything you need to learn in that life and you are successful, you pass on. I'm pretty sure this is a very... I like that theory. It's a very Buddhist... I think it's Buddhist is what it most... It's reincarnation through Buddhism is the closest thing that that is in a real religion. That's what that would follow along with. You know, oddly enough, it seems crazy. I mean, my religion is, is very subtle. And Jordan, if you listen to our podcast, don't hate me. I do pray. But here's the thing with me. Jordan would never hate you. Bro. I know. <laughs> Jordan I is a Christian man, and I'm not. And when I say my viewpoint, I'm not dogging anybody right, who believes right. anything other. I think that that we do have a loving Father, just like Christians believe. I just think there's a little bit less restriction on how you get in. 
Yeah. I think if you're a good person and you feel like you are connected with the universe and you're doing the right shit, that's all you, that's all it takes, baby. When I was around 23 years old, that was when I was living on Purdue in Illyria and uh, we would get knocks at the door all the time about different religions and you know, whatever. Jehovah's Witness, they knock on your door and I'm always kind enough to not say, go away. You, you just know? answer the door with I your dick door, out. And, what? and I talk to them, not with my dick out. <laughs> but you know, They've always given me free books to every different kind of religion you can imagine. Little pamphlet, at least. So, no, like, they literally, every single one that I've talked to, they've given me a book to read. Like, the whole... How many chapters? I mean, it's, I mean, the whole Book of Mormon was the one that I was going to lead this conversation into, but... Gotcha, that's a pretty big book. I've read several... Uh, different religions just by people knocking on me door, knocking on my doors and knocking on, <laughs> knocking on me doors like I'm a, like a pirate. <laughs> but no, I've read several of these books and 90% of them make a lot of sense. <coughs> the Book of Mormon is a disaster. Dude, that's, that guy was a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I don't know how he got away with it. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> He created a whole religion off some whack ass story. It's not, kind of, the Scientology one's kind of crazy too. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. But anyways, my religion basically stems. He's like, hey, I found this shit, and only I can read it. So this is what it says. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you guys believe me? <laughs> but anyways, I mean, my religion stems just as simple as you know. I do it's believe spiritual spirituality. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm basically just the guy that you know. I pray, and I believe that there's something. Listen, higher than our power, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't have enough education in the subject in itself to know exactly what's going on. Nobody does, bro. You know, and that's the thing. Um, to me, I just pray and I just hope for the best. That's basically it. I know there's a higher power. I'll pray to God. I don't go to church as much as I should, but. Listen, bro. Listen to what happens to me all the time is like random coincidences that seem unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you all the time? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it happens to everybody or if I think so. If it, I don't think so. Like the way it's to me, like, okay, so the other night we were going to get ready to watch a movie as a family. There's a new uh, Netflix animated comedy called Mitchell's versus the machines. Okay. It's just about a family who is surviving a uh, robot apocalypse. Okay. So it's okay. pretty much like iRobot, but it's a cartoon animated thing for kids. Is it good to start off? It's very good. Awesome. I liked it, and I, I would watch it again, honestly. So we watch it, and Lincoln is wanting to watch it, and I'm like, after dinner, and then we eat dinner, and then like at a random time, he's like, okay, can we watch that movie now? And I'm like, all right, let's put it on. So I put it on at his request. Uh, we're watching it, we're watching it, we're watching it. There's a scene where the dad is washing dis- dishes, and he's reminiscing on uh, events that had happened earlier in the movie. And in the background, you can see the stove clock, and it says 8.29. So I click my phone just to see what time it is, and it's fucking 8.29. <laughs> I'm saying, though, if you're, doing, if you're doing probability, that's a very slim probability. Exactly. I know. Okay. So, and then, let's move to this. First of all, I did take a master's class in statistics in college. So, so did I. I didn't take a master's class, but I took the freshman college one, and I failed the fuck <laughs> out of I love statistics. Bitch. I love it, too. It's interesting, but college classes are so goddamn hard to pass. I mean, I did, I did pretty well. Well, you know, I, I was in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that... Sorry, go ahead with your story. We'll get into college. No, eventually. basically, I was just going to say the other thing that... I mean, I'm saying this stuff has been happening to me consistently since sure. I walked into that ER and said I was going to kill myself and got put in the psych ward. And you could say it's a delusion, but my life keeps getting better and better and better and better. And it feels when, when stuff like that happens, it makes me feel like I am in the exact right place at the exact right time mm-hmm. where I'm supposed to be. And I can, need to keep up with the same pattern of decision making that I've been doing yeah. because it's leading me to the places that I want. And it, you could fucking call me crazy and like put like whatever, like, like Sam. Let's delusion. get him in the psych ward quick. It's not, though. It's real. It <laughs> is know. so real. I know. And so the other day, too, what was that? No idea. Well, anyway, the other day, I. Oh my God. We're fucking See? Die, dude. <laughs> You're talking about these like things that are like. No, the other day, I was talking to my dad about the Vegas trip. Yeah. And as I was, I was mentioning that Connor was going to be there and oh, cause Connor. Orig- originally, cause originally my plan was I was going to fly with Connor and Derek Saban from Detroit to, um, Denver. And then we were going to drive from Colorado. They were going to rent a car and we were going to drive to Vegas. That was my original like plan. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Then when my dad was like, "Do you want to do this with me? We'll have this layover in Nashville." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like a chance to like spend yeah. time with my dad and like never go to say Nashville. no to that. So that's what I rolled with. But when I was telling my dad about the thing with Connor, like as soon as I said Connor's name, he beeped in to Facetime me. Like literally, as I was saying Connor, his name appeared on my screen, and it was like I was so like, many ah. things happen like that, and you can't just call it coincidence. Like, but it then, is- dude, you know, on the very first day of my statistics class, do you know what I learned about? What's that? No, it was not my statistics. I only took one <laughs> semester of college. I only took your one- what? Statistics. Statistics. <laughs> I only took one semester of college. Yeah. Um, and I took a statistics class, a psych- psychology class, and some other classes. But those were the two. I had a communications. Had some different classes. Anyhow, the psychology class on the very first day, they taught us about the file drawer theory, which means that. If you, you know, if you see something that you want to be true, you will, you will like automatically believe that. Well, ultimately your mind is, your mind is looking out for that as well. Like, so, I mean, it makes it a little easier to see it, but it's still uh, way out of what you think is going to happen. You, it it comes off as coincidence, but it's not. And then you see it and it's like, there's something going on. Like when I was tripping out, losing sleep and stuff, like from being in rehab before I went to the psych ward, like I was walking into rooms and then people that were speaking at the AA meetings were saying things that I just thought in my head seconds mm-hmm. earlier. And I was starting mm-hmm. to get tripped out and it eventually led me oh, to walk into the me. emergency room in the middle of the night and saying I was going to kill myself so I could get admitted. But <clears throat> I mean, I'm just in your saying, mind right now. Do you think you have some sort of special mind like goodwill hunting or something? No, not necessarily that. Do you think you just recognize things a lot more than other people? I think that I just have, um, figured out the right behavior pattern to achieve the things that I want. Well, I mean, that's a good place to be. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like, the only thing that sucks is, like, patience. Like, I have to have patience. Fucking patience. That's what I tell Hallie all the time. It's like, I'm not a patient guy. Yeah, I I'm patient with waiting. her because I love her to death and I do anything for her. I'm patient with her, but no, anything else... I'm I... patient with human beings. I'm so patient with human beings. Well, with your I... job, you kind of have to be. <laughs> well, yeah, 100%, 100%. What I'm impatient with is, like, my desires to come to fruition. Like, yeah, oh. But the, the fucking craziest shit is, bro, like, if I think it up, it, like, appears in front of me eventually. Yeah. That's what I'm talking I've about. I've had that several times. I know how my my counselor like seriously taught me like step A to B. I don't know why she's a counselor. She could use her powers to be so much more. Like she's taught me how to write something down and then behave a certain way to make it actually come true. Mm-hmm. It's like called the it's called the uh law of attraction. That's mm-hmm. really what it's all that's what it's based around. It's the law of attraction. You set something to mind, you man you manifest it. And it's real. It's really fucking real, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, there's... uh, I'm telling... This is like Doge. Like Doge, okay? And this is the thing. I thought I knew the timeline, but I don't. Because last year, on New Year's resolution, what I said in my head and wrote in in my notepad in my phone, I said, I want to make $10,000 online this year somehow. And that whole year, I didn't. But this year, I've made 10K Mm -hmm. off Doge. And so, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? I think people underestimate manifestation. They call it, they simplify manifestations like, oh, you manifest so much, blah, 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 blah. They'll do this. You know what I'm saying? But realistically, manifestation is a simple way of saying you think it hard enough and it just, you see it through to fruition. As long as you're just manifesting this in your mind, you keep it on your mind, you're going to make it happen in a sense. (coughs) And I think that's why a lot of people underestimate that same just cliche word manifestation or you manifest something. Thoughts become things. Exactly. And that's kind of the exact, I mean, I didn't necessarily have anything like that happen to me with Doge. I mean, you told me about Dogecoin and how I was like, I, I didn't, I'm not saying I personally manifested it, but I'm just saying I wanted to make $10,000 online two years ago. And then it, like a year later after I set that goal, it happened. Do you remember how frantically I was calling for your help when it came to Dogecoin? So I was like, I can't get this figured no, out. Man. I got to buy in. I, I need to. I was like, I couldn't get it to work. I finally bought in at like three cents. But if it would have worked a little quicker, I'd have gotten it under a penny. It I'm didn't telling happen. you though, bro. But yeah. I, I don't know. Like I just like, it's like the door, like. You behave a certain way, the doors fall, you walk through them. If there was anybody in our friend group that I would, like, never worry about, because I think you, when you actually, like, have some inclination to learn about something, you'll fucking, let me get on, let's learn about it, let's read about it. It's you. (laughs) Like, without question. That's my thing. My dad told me, like, a long time ago that this is, like, I think something that helped me a lot. He told me that um, you could take him and... Uh, put a blindfold on him and land him anywhere in America and he would be able to survive. Like he could figure out 
how to start working, get a place, get property. So we're not talking like survival. We're talking just in a different city. You don't know what you're doing. Well, just you just got to figure it out. Yeah, you just get dropped. Well, your dad's no. smart as shit. No, I know, and he has handy like man skills. But that's the thing. Like with a phone, like you have all the skills you need. You can do anything. Absolutely. So there's no excuse, really. And that's like with all the unemployment, all those people who are just taking advantage, taking advantage of like the COVID benefits and stuff. Like that's like doing the country a disservice. Isn't that crazy? I was gonna bring up. They're paying part-time fucking employees at Cedar Point $20 an hour. I wish they'd have done that when I was 17, 18. I wouldn't have walked out on my first day if they were paying me that. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like right now, honestly, like if I average out, I make like $27 an hour. So I'm not quitting to go work seasonal at Cedar Point. That's the one thing that it says in the ad. It's seasonal and part-time only for 20 an hour. So that means the full-time, like, permanent employees are getting paid a way lesser wage the shit that they always mm-hmm. get paid and they're probably fucking madder than hell and it's going to yep. create a problem it's going to oh, create yeah. issues just like all this welfare is going to create like bro i I'm guarantee gonna, you kalahari is going to follow suit guarantee you i'm going to put this in perspective for you like so when before the pandemic started chelsea had benefits for uh ebt food stamps nice um at 45 dollars a month that's and that's something, just no I but I, that's what i'm saying because technically we aren't married and she has a child, and with her job, that's technically what she qualifies for. So that's what she was getting. After the uh, COVID started with Trump, it, it went up to like $200 a month. So it jumped because they're like worried about families in need. So they just, everybody who had that got an uh, instant like increase. After Biden became president, bro, like a few weeks after that, we called it and there's like $830 on our food stamp card. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, so all the cookouts this year, fire. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> and it's like we—that's the thing, though. I make—we make too much money to be yeah. getting that much money. Way and, too and much I'm money saying to that, that we do actually contribute. We do our fair share. Mm-hmm. So that's—I'm not saying that we're the leeches, but there's a ton of people who really aren't doing shit, getting a bunch of free stuff, and they're totally able to go out and contribute and do their fair share. I want to bring up a point, and I've heard it too many times that it makes me want to bring it up. A lot of people are talking about these stimulus checks, okay, that we're giving out. I think we've had three now, right? Three, two or three. It might be four. Four? Whatever it may be. I don't know, because that's so, my thing. My bank accounts stay, like, decent, so I don't pay attention to I it I understand, first of all. They the, give it for the children. They give it for the adults. Like, dude, I'm just saying they gave away so much free money. I came up so hard last year. I should buy a chain. Here's the, th- <laughs> here's the thing. And a lot of people, I don't know if you guys read on it. Yes, I know it hurts our economy. I get it. But the idea of a stimulus check is you have to go on the word stimulus. I hate it's, it. It's stimulating the economy. It's not just giving people free money. But when the, we're in John, such a nationwide right though. Sure, but I'm just giving this basic explanation of what the, that that what its we intention is. We got enough is. money over the past like year and a half that if you were smart, you could have taken it, you could have saved it, you could have invested it, you could have started a business. But most people just took it to the mall one time and went dumb and fucking it was gone. And well, that's not the way you really Let me just ask you a quick. Okay, never mind, you just answered that in my head. The stimulus checks are basically just to keep money flowing in our economy. I know, That's but, it. If, but, but the best way to make it start flowing the is only to problem start is, your own enterprise. The only and, problem is so many people don't know how to take that money and what it's meant for. They don't understand what it is. That money is literally meant so you can buy food and keep money circulating through the economy. Do you know how many economy. people spend it entirely on heroin? A lot. <laughs> A I lot. couldn't imagine still being a junkie and getting a free twelve hundred dollars. No, but oh, it, it was actually in total, it was closer to three grand is what we got. Let me tell you something which I think is really weird. You know, I didn't get like the first two stimulus checks because whatever. But because you make too much money, randomly, you can say it. I got six hundred dollars in a stimulus. That six hundred dollar one, I got that. And <coughs> because I, they. I don't different, know why. Different ones had different categories and brackets for income and things like that. So you probably qualified for one along the hey, way. Hey, I'll take it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Bucks. But to you, 600 bucks is like freaking. You know like what a I did when I got that 600 bucks? I donated like a decent amount of money to St. Jude. <laughs> See, that was stupid. I don't think it's stupid. Like, if somebody gives me you free money, just I'll got, donate You could have got Lucy like way more than that pillow. <laughs> Dude, I'm kidding. That, that Ohio pillow. State jump is dope. No, I uh, actually, has she worn that yet? She's not big enough yet. Oh, okay. I um, you better send me a pic. I will. I actually just took the pillow out of the sleeve and ironed because it was wrinkled up from mm-hmm. shipping. Sure. 
but I accidentally like took off like a tiny bit of the print ah, on ounces. It, it got happens. too hot, but it looks better now. Hallie and so. I'll hook you up still again. No, you don't have to. I really love that pillow because it's something where that's where like when I'm trying to remember what time I was born and how much I weighed and stuff. Like I have to go look at my birth certificate, but she's was, got that pillow. We can always look five hundred one ten pound eight ounces. See, I can't ever remember the exact time. I think it was four forty eight, but I always second guess the only, myself. The only way I know that is because I just got my birth certificate. Oh. Well, because, because I didn't just, no, I didn't just get it. Oh, you don't need it for that. I got it because I had to go get a new ID when I lost my wallet. I needed my birth certificate. I thought you got your wallet back, though. I did. The police returned it to me. There's my, god damn it. (laughs) There's my GPS trackable wallet. Oh, this is pretty cool. That I just got. I know there's a button. It's a trigger at the bottom. Nope. Nope. There you go. And it pulls out all the cards. There's the ID. Holy fuck. What is this? Oh, that's your CCW. Yeah, that's my CCW. But I yeah. was like, why does that look like a license? That's the ID. Yeah. But it I looks uh, just like you. Thanks. <laughs> it's a good fake. But uh no, How now much I was have, that? What do you mean? That wallet. $140. That's what I want for my engagement present from you. I got you. For my wedding you want present. one of these? I want one, but I want it to be a little bit cooler. Like I want it to say Gucci on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure not Louis Vuitton? Yeah, because honestly, I know I know the type of money you bring to the table. <laughs> well, shit, bro, we've been talking for like an hour and uh, six minutes. I guess it's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, that was a good talk, though. For, I feel like we haven't had a good chance to catch up in a long time. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've been kind of struggling with our livelihoods, I guess. Not in terms of our cash, but just our lives are crazy as shit. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, um, definitely follow the show. I mean, we don't necessarily have our own tag handle, but just search AA with John and Kev on we're YouTube. We're for sure having BC Music. Bryce Hay, he's coming on next week. We're going to have him. He's going to throw down a track for us. He's got some unbelievable shit planned for y'all. Did I, before we sign off here, I watched one of his shows. Holy shit. You mean his videos? No, I went to one of his shows at Charlie's. Oh, no, and that's the thing, like, because this beat that we got for him is six minutes and 12 seconds long, and he's about to he's gonna throw the whole down thing one take live, yeah. That's fucking sick. It's going to be gangster. I'm excited because, dude, I'm not kidding, like, because David was the one that invited me to Charlie's that night, and uh, I was like, okay, do whatever, I'll go, and I walk in, and he, like, wasn't until, like, an hour later he got on. A bunch of other rappers were doing it, and it wasn't that good. And then Bryce got on there, and I looked at David. I was like, how is this guy not famous? No, I'm telling that that playlist I sent you, I know with all the shingle shit, you probably didn't have time to check it out. No. But I'm telling you, like after you get off here, I'm going to first show you that Morgan Wallen song. Then we're going to listen to some of Bryce's shit. And I'm telling you, bro, there's no way. that That's what I'm saying. I can't wait for it because I know in the future it's going to be like the same way I feel about Slaz, for real. Like People are going to look back and be like, damn, that was the first early interview with this famous artist. And the big thing, too, that I think is these guys are so set on what they want to do. That oh, they my keep God, in, so passionate. They keep investing time. There's no doubt in my no, mind that it's, it's, it's no, going to work out. I'm telling you, Slaz, and you, if you look back at the episode, we talked about it multiple times. Mm-hmm. He knows what I know. We know the same shit about the universe and how you get what you want. Mm-hmm. And I bet when we talk to Bryce, we're going to find out the same thing because he's got that drive, I can yeah. tell. So It's kind of like a drive for my business. That's what I keep just pushing for hard, yeah. hard, John, hard. the reason, like, you already got it, you know what I mean? Like, But honestly, which is crazy, I mean, I do make good money and I have my business and whatever. This is more of my passion. I know. That's why we just have to make it to a point where we can quit those fucking day jobs, <laughs> baby. But all right, uh, definitely follow our page on YouTube and subscribe, uh, AA with John and Kev on Facebook as well. Um, Kev, do you want to tag your handles at all? No, that's okay. I'm pretty sure everybody who watches knows who I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, subscribe and shit. The only way that they're going to pay us to put ads on this is if you guys watch. So, And that's the thing, it, especially the videos we put out. It definitely helps the analytics. I know that for sure. It's going to tell us, because I watch the analytics page on uh, YouTube all the time, and it tells you what exactly likes, times, all that shit. So, I mean, it definitely helps us like the video. and. Uh, Definitely subscribe. So uh, I guess we'll catch you next week. We really love anybody watching. Love you.